Blowhole Energy could be the cheapest renewable. That story and more on H2O Radio's weekly news report. I'm Jamie Sudler. I'm Franny Halperin, and it's This Week in Water. The Biden administration has announced plans to address the crisis in the Colorado River Basin. The region has become drier and warmer after 22 years of drought made worse by climate change. The Bureau of Reclamation will create a new plan to pay farmers and ranchers in the lower basin of the Colorado River that includes California, Arizona, and Nevada not to take water out of Lake Mead. In addition, half a billion dollars will be used to upgrade efficiencies in the upper basin states of Colorado, Utah, Wyoming, and New Mexico. Meanwhile, a lack of rainfall is plaguing other parts of the country, with more than 80% of the contiguous U.S. experiencing abnormally dry conditions and some much worse. There hasn't been this much widespread drought for two decades. Oklahoma City has received 10 inches below its annual rainfall. The corn crop in Kansas has been hit so hard, prices per bushel have nearly doubled. Most of Nebraska is in severe drought, where wildfires have burned almost 20,000 acres. The entire Mississippi River basin from Minnesota through Louisiana has had below normal rainfall since August. Water levels in the river are so low that some barges have been grounded in mud and sand, delaying the transport of recently harvested corn and soybeans. To make barges safer, shipping companies are lightening their loads, but it's much less economical. As a critical artery of the U.S. economy, the reduced traffic on the river could cause prices to go up. Unfortunately, the forecast for the Mississippi River Basin is continued dry weather. But according to a new report, when it did rain, it came down harder. Researchers from Northwestern University compared daily precipitation, including snow, during the 30 years in the 1950s, 60s, and 70s to the 30 years ending in 2020. In parts of the East, South, and Midwest, there was up to a 6% increase in the daily rainfall amount. But that was not the case when it rained or snowed over the Pacific Coast or Rocky Mountains. The Washington Post reports that in the West, changes in the location of high and low pressure systems can have an enormous effect on how much precipitation falls in a given location. The study did not attribute the higher intensity of rain outside the West to climate change, but said the findings were consistent with human-caused global warming, and they found that increasingly, when it rains, it really pours. A blowhole is a crack or opening in a coastal rock from which large sprays of air and sometimes water are forcefully expelled as waves break along the shore. The high-pressure releases are exciting to watch, albeit very dangerous to stand near, and they've also been the inspiration for what could be one of the cheapest forms of renewable energy on the planet. A company in Australia called Waveswell has just completed a 12-month pilot of the Uniwave 200, a structure that replicates the mechanics behind blowholes to generate energy. The large floating platform with a concrete base has an opening where waves enter a hollow chamber. As water rises and falls within the chamber, 
air pushes through a turbine that spins to produce electricity. The system doesn't have moving parts below the waterline, which means it has no impact on marine life. The company says Uniwave can double as a form of coastal protection if several devices are placed next to each other to form a breakwater. They also say that technology can be used for hydrogen production and desalination. Tidal energy to date has been too expensive to be feasible, and that's the best news about the Uniwave. An independent analysis found blowhole power would become some of the world's least expensive energy as early as 2030. It's both predictable and reliable because even when the wind stops blowing or the sun sets, waves just keep on rolling. And finally, if you're in France and headed to a pool, you'll bring your swimsuit, your towel, your goggles, and a wetsuit. Most likely because in response to soaring energy prices following Russia's invasion of Ukraine, hot water heating has become too expensive, so operators are having to dial down the temperature. Before the war in Ukraine, an Olympic-sized open-air pool near Paris was a comfortable 79 degrees Fahrenheit. Now the temperature hovers around a chilly 66 degrees. Some swimmers said the colder water was invigorating, and many had already started using wetsuits. But as of October 1st, the pool made them mandatory to prevent medical emergencies for people not accustomed to such cold water. As part of the French government's plans to cut energy consumption by 10% over the next two years, compared to 2019 levels, Pools have to reduce temperatures by one degree Celsius, and hot water in public building restrooms has been turned off. The government has announced an energy sobriety plan to urge citizens to conserve in all aspects of their lives. To that end, French President Emmanuel Macron can now be seen in public appearances sporting a turtleneck rather than the traditional button-up shirt and tie. If he shows up in a wetsuit, let us know. That's it for this week in water. Thanks for listening, and we'll see you next time.